Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Israel Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives. Today we begin Acts 2, an exciting chapter about the day of Pentecost. Let's listen in to the recording from Faith Comes by Hearing, all 47 verses of Acts 2. Acts 2 When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound the multitude came together, and they were bewildered, because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others, mocking, said, Ha! They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea, and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants, in those days I will pour out my Spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst. As you yourselves know, this Jesus, delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. God raised him up, loosing the pangs of death, because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. My flesh also will dwell in hope, 
For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One seek corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Brothers, I may say to you with confidence about the Patriarch David, that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Being therefore a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on his throne, he foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of the Christ, that he was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that we all are witnesses, being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, He has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, and for your children, and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all, as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Pentecost was the second of the annual Jewish harvest festivals coming 50 days after Passover. In chapter 1, we learn that Jesus hung out about 40 days after his resurrection before he ascended into heaven. So let's put this all together. You remember his crucifixion was at Passover, and three days later he rose. Then there were 40 days he appeared to many people before he ascended. So Pentecost, now 50 days, that makes sense, absolutely good sense with what's happening so far. All these things give us confidence in the written record that Luke is writing that we now have in our Bibles. As promised by Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes like a rushing wind, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. They were speaking in other tongues or other languages than their own, and the people all around them could understand them in their own tongue. And these people came from all kinds of various places as listed in Acts chapter 2. Now, I have been part of the Gideons International for years, and I've traveled to over 25 countries, most of which I cannot speak the language. 
And so I have to be interpreted when I go to these places. And I've prayed many times as I've sat in church services in other languages or meetings of other languages. I've asked the Lord if I could just understand what these people are saying or hear their worship in their language, but I've not been given that gift. I cannot communicate in a language other than English on these trips. But these people that day, they were empowered by the Holy Spirit to speak in some language that all these people could understand. Then Peter preaches his first message, and isn't it amazing? I go back to my journal in 2007 about this passage when I wrote, I'm impressed with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but I'm more impressed with Peter's knowledge of the scriptures as he preached the word. He used scripture to explain the baptism of the Holy Spirit and who Jesus was. We need to do the same. Read the Bible. Know the Bible. Share the Bible with others. And then, of course, after he preaches this wonderful message, they ask, What shall we do? That's verse 37. And of course, Peter says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So the first message that Peter ever preaches, he quotes out of Joel, he quotes out of Psalms, and remember, he was just a fisherman before. He was just a guy hanging out with Jesus, but somehow he knew the scriptures. And the question is, do we? If we were put on the spot, could we preach the word to people in such a way that they would say, what shall we do? And they would come to saving faith in Jesus? Quite a challenge for us, isn't it? Yet, if you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit. And therefore, we are again told in that first chapter to be witnesses for him. So let's be available to be used by the Lord to share our faith with others. Father, we pray today that you would fill us with the Holy Spirit, that you would allow us to speak in such a way that people could understand us and understand our explanation of the Word of God and who you are, so they too could ask, so what shall we do? And that we could be part of leading them with you to faith in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen.